your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And once again, today's episode is brought to you by our Locked On NHL show. You need more hockey news, and Locked On NHL is here to fill that gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the league. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at all the latest news in the NHL. And you can find Locked On NHL wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, you can find Locked On Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and on Facebook at Locked On Hurricanes Podcast. And you can find myself on Twitter and Spotify Greenroom at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in today's episode, we will be taking a look at the news regarding the status of the Carolina Hurricanes Stadium Series game taking a look at the rumors surrounding Andrei Svechikov and Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final. So getting on into the stadium series. Yesterday, uh, the NHL had their uh, press conference um, regarding the state of the league, future events, and whatnot. And it was frustrating for not only the Hurricanes fan bases, but the Florida Panthers fan base and the Montreal Canadiens fan base as well. Because their events that they're set to host are no longer happening there either. Um, the NHL draft uh, was supposed to be in Montreal. That has been moved to... The draft is actually going to be a virtual draft this year. Um, same with the expansion draft for Seattle. Not that Montreal was hosting that. But both of those are going to be virtual drafts. And the All-Star Weekend, which was originally supposed to be held... Uh, by the Florida Panthers down in Southern Florida, uh, is now going to be held in Las Vegas. Of course, of course it's going to be in Vegas. Why wouldn't it be? That's Gary Bettman's favorite place. It's total BS. um, Because the Winter Classic um, that the Wild were already scheduled to host um, up at... I forget the name of the stadium, but where the Minnesota Twins play, um, their stuff just got rescheduled to the following year. They're playing the Blues. Okay, fine. Whatever. Glad they get to keep their Winter Classic. Uh, But, you know, for some of these other events, again, I understand the draft. Okay, fine. Uh, But your All-Star Weekend, why didn't you just do the same? Um, Because... So far, I haven't seen or heard anything regarding the Florida Panthers electing to defer it to 2023 or anything like that. I haven't seen anything about that. I could be wrong, uh, but I have not seen anything about that. Um, so that is frustrating there for your Florida Panthers fans. Uh, but you know, we're obviously a Carolina Hurricanes show, um, and the stadium series is now going to be held in Nashville, uh, where at Nissan Field, Nissan Stadium, wherever the Tennessee Titans play, and it'll be between the Nashville Predators and Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay, I like the matchup, but the fact that you know we were originally slated to host the 2022 Stadium Series game is what is frustrating. And 
while you know yes it did come out that the hurricanes did elect to defer to 2023 um which is understandable we'll talk more about that um in a few minutes um it is frustrating because why didn't they just say that when they announced that nashville was going to host it it would have um, avoided a lot of controversy because you already knew that the hurricanes had elected to defer it you throw one other sentence in whatever you're saying um you know your announcement um for nashville hosting you could have said the carolina hurricanes were originally uh slated to host the 2022 21 yeah 2022 uh stadium series game but as a precautionary measure they have elected to defer to 2023 now the nashville predators will host the Tampa Bay Lightning in the 2022 Stadium Series game. Was it that hard? Yes, I know I messed up on my date uh, for that. Obviously, there has been a global pandemic that kind of messed everything up for that. Um, But was it that hard to just say that the Hurricanes have elected to defer to the following season? No, it wasn't. And the NHL could have just said that. Or, if the NHL wasn't going to say it, the Hurricanes themselves, they already knew this was happening. Why didn't they have that statement from Don Waddell ready to go immediately rather than until like 9 o'clock at night when it came out? That's like the NCAA pulling their mess with NC State baseball right there. You're waiting till the last second to do your stuff. Um, And it's just extremely frustrating there. Um, And it was... A situation that was handled very poorly by both the NHL and the Hurricanes. Um, because you had fans on waiting lists and fans that had saved up a bunch of money and all this stuff to be able to go to this game. Having already had it postponed um, from 2020 to what we thought was going to be 2022. Um, it's very frustrating um, because there are a lot of people looking forward to this game, um, but now again, it's not going to happen until, as of right now, 2023. So it's definitely very frustrating. But you know, that's from the fan side of things. Um, obviously, I wasn't happy about. It. I'm sure if you saw my social media, again, I was not happy about the decision. Um, but again, it really comes down to the way the Hurricanes and the NHL handled the situation. Because if you really look at it, put your feelings aside. Yes, they handled it poorly. I've said it multiple times. I'll continue to say it until the game happens. Uh, But, you know, the Centennial Authority that owns PNC Arena and Carter Family State, uh, you know, between them and the city of Raleigh, the Hurricanes, and and I believe NC State as well, there are going to be a lot of millions of dollars put into renovating Carter Finley Stadium for this stadium series game to get it as up to date as possible as nice as possible which is phenomenal um and you know you that obviously you know got put on hold due to the uh pandemic and it couldn't get done for a long time um and now they will have way more time to do that which is great um let's get it done right in the way it should be get all the renovations that need to be done 
to be done. Um, and then, you know, the Hurricanes, you know, listed, you know, said they deferred as a safety precaution uh, due to the ongoing COVID issue, which I have seen and heard some fans saying, you know, why, you know, is a safety, you know, a concern because, you know, we're already all, almost at max capacity for the playoffs, which, I mean, I get that. If we were, we're like, like 2,500, 3,000 fans away from full capacity, we were right there at that limit. So I get that. Um, but you do have to look, there is that other variant going around of COVID-19. Um, and to be on the safe side of making sure they have, you know, everything, you know, where everyone can be there. You know, they can have, you know, the 60 plus thousand fans there at that game. Of course, you know, I would rather be safe than sorry, um, you know, for this game. Um, and, you know, originally, yeah, Batman did say, you know, it'll happen eventually. And I did see fans complaining about that. Like, okay, eventually, you know, I'll die and, you know, stuff like that, which there was definitely some fan overreaction for this situation. I know I was obviously venting my frustrations just a few minutes ago. Again, your frustrations are valid, but take off your rose-colored glasses and, you know, really step back and look at this stuff, okay? Do you want this stuff to be rushed? And do you want it to be, you know, half full, three-quarters of the way full? Do you want that for your first ever outdoor game? No, you don't. You want your stadium to be in the best possible shape you want as many people there as possible. And the Hurricanes are going to be able to get that now. And you need to be thankful for that we're still getting it. Um, you know, like Florida, I don't know what's happening there. Yeah, they said all these teams are going to be able to host events in the near future, but I haven't seen any dates for any of that stuff. So we'll just have to wait and see on those things. But again... We're, it's going to happen. We're going to host the outdoor game. I don't know against who or, or what, but it's going to happen. And just be thankful that it's still going to happen. And it's going to be done right. So just keep that in mind, Canes fans, okay? Um, but, you know, there has been some rumors going around about Andre Svechkov and his contract. Um, that's been a big story this offseason. Um, and we will be talking about that situation as well as looking at his season and giving him his season report card right after this quick break, folks. Now, folks, it's summer. It's hot. You're going to want your car ACs working uh, to the best of their ability. And there's only one place we here at the Lockdown Podcast Network trust to do our automotive repairs and that is rockauto.com you can save time and money when using rockauto.com why choose up to to spend up to 30 50 or even a hundred percent more on these same parts you know from a chain store when you can just go to rockauto.com which is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years rockauto.com prices are reliably low and the same for every customer they have everything you want 
from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. And of course, the AC parts. Like I was just saying, it gets hot in North Carolina during the summer. And right now, you can go explore their easy-to-use website to find all the to find the solution for all of your auto parts need. I know there's a lot of stuff that can go wrong with a car, and they can get you covered with that. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And don't forget, write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Now, folks, uh, looking at Andrei Svechkov, uh, he is obviously a restricted free agent this offseason. So you got to wonder, you know, what's going on with his negotiations. Um, I had originally predicted maybe a three to four year bridge deal type thing because his party is going to want to be able to get more money on that free agency market when he can be an unrestricted free agent. Um, but there's rumor going around right now. Don't know how valid it is. I've seen some where, you know, he's accepted the contract and I've seen some where, oh, you know, no, he hasn't. But, you know, he's allegedly uh, been offered eight years, seven and a half million. Um, I've also seen it be pushing eight million. Uh, so I don't know what the deal is with that. It's very gray. You kind of don't know what is and what isn't with that. Um, so take that with a grain of salt. Uh, but my personal theory on this contract is that Svetch has made it clear that he wants to be here. So term-wise, he's going to want to be here long-term. So that eight years definitely makes sense uh, for Svetch. I think, honestly, the holdup is going to be the dollar amount. And I think when it comes to that dollar amount, I think it's kind of more of his agent. Me, personally, I think, you know, that, I mean, that is an agent's job, you know, to get you the most money they possibly can. Um, so, personally, I think that's what it's coming down to. I think Svetch is fine with, you know, eight years. I think it's ultimately coming down to the dollar amount of the contract. So, we'll see what happens there. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, lock him up for a long-term deal like that. I don't think any of us would really be surprised by that. Uh, but ultimately, I still am thinking we're going to be looking more in the range of a three- to four-year bridge deal. That's personally what I think. I could end up being proven wrong. I hope I'm proved wrong. I hope you know, we can lock him up for eight years. I think that'd be phenomenal. Um, yeah, at that point, he would have been here for like uh, 11 years, I, I believe, if my math is correct. So that'd be great. Um, and by that point, I'm pretty sure yeah he would have won uh, a Stanley Cup, um, probably a Hart Trophy. You know, so he would uh locked up some hardware for sure. Uh, by that point in time, um, but you know, we'll just have to wait and see when it comes to the contract. And you know, what we can do while we wait for that is you know look at. Uh, his junior season, uh, you know, he had a really great sophomore season, but I will say in his third season of the league, I definitely feel he, you know, uh, dipped a little bit, uh, in this season. Um, and I really think, you know, a good bit of that could be 
attributed to honestly like a confidence level um i feel his confidence really got uh hampered this year by officials um you know because he was called for penalties what felt like every five minutes um and well yes you know some of them he did commit stupid penalties no one is going to deny that but it did feel like the officials were targeting him um, and making some really, really soft calls on Svetch. And I feel that really did hamper his confidence because he could never really get his game going. And I feel that caused him to take a bit of a step back. Um, and also, he's gotten a bit pre predictable. Um, I know that sounds a little bit harsh, but... You know, everyone knows how Svetch plays, um, and he hasn't really added anything new to his arsenal. Um, whereas, you know, guys like Crosby, um, McDavid, um, McKinnon, you know, guys like that, you know, they have, you know, uh, you know how they play, but they can also be unpredictable, and you don't necessarily know what they're going to do. Svetch, you know what he's going to do. He's still very good. Nobody's going to deny that. But he he needs to step up his game a little bit. Um, because the more he stays like this, um, the more teams are going to be able to shut him down easily. And you don't want that. Because, again, that confidence level is just going to go down and go down. Um, but, yeah, I have kind of been harping on him some. But honestly, this year we did see a bit more of a well-rounded game from him. Um, you did see um, him, you know, picking better passes, creating different shots for other guys, which was great. Um, you know, that you know does you know kind of like what I was saying of evolving his game, um, which you know I'm not I'm confident that he will be able to go back up. Um, but and you saw that this year with him, you know, rounding out his game some, uh, which is great. Um, you know, like I said, so you know, it wasn't all bad for him this season by any means. Uh, but he definitely still, you know, had his fetch moments of scoring big goals, and you know, that was great for Svetch. He was still able to be Svetch, but we're definitely seeing stuff that's going to need to be fixed. Kind of like with Ned. I know I gave Ned an A-plus on his uh, season report card uh, because you're looking at a rookie goaltender whose only issues were sometimes, you know, his rebounds are a bit iffy, and if you're going to score on him, you got to score on him within, like, the first three-ish minutes of the period. Uh, for a rookie, that's good stuff. Uh, but for Svetch... He's been in the league for a few few years now, so you know, I want to see some more growth from him next year. I want to see him get his offensive spark back that he had in his second season. Not necessarily pulling like the cross move and stuff like that. I don't necessarily care to see that. I'd obviously love to, but that's not what I want to see. I want to see him be explosive be an explosive power forward um again because He's shown that, yeah, he can throw his body around and be a good power forward and not get stupid calls. But I want to see him 
kind of round out the edges. He's kind of rough around the edges. I want to see him round that stuff off, smooth that st- roughness off, which obviously I want him to still be, you know, have some bite to him, obviously, in his game. But, you know, the dumb penalties that he does commit, uh, you know, cut that stuff out, dude. Um, and then, you know, I like that he was creating shots for other people, but also don't make unnecessary passes. That was something for the entire team of, you know, just taking that one extra pass. But it was something that Svetch did often this year of he could have easily taken a shot, but he chose to make an unnecessary pass in the Hurricanes. Yeah, occasionally they scored, but, you know, a lot of times they didn't score. So, you know, just kind of, you know, get his confidence back is the main thing and just cut down on the stupid penalties, dude. Um, so with all that stuff, uh, at the end of the day, I'm going to give Svetch a B on his season. Um, you know, he wasn't necessarily bad uh, by any means, but he definitely took a spe- step back. Whereas, you know, in the previous season, he probably would have gotten like a A, A minus. Uh, this year is definitely a solid B. Um, definitely some room for improvement uh, heading into next season. Uh, but, you know, we can't head to next season without finishing the Stanley Cup final, guys. Um, and game one between the Canadians and the Lightning was last night, and we will talk about that stuff right after this quick break. There is only one place that we trust to do our online sports betting here at the Locked On Podcast Network, and that is with betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing right now, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device today and sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKEDON. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And right now you can get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Now we're back, folks, and you know, like I said, you know, before we uh, get into next season where Svetch is getting his confidence back, we got to get through the rest of the season. And the Stanley Cup final is going on right now, and Game 1 was last night down in Tampa. And the Lightning flexed their muscles. Uh, the Lightning ended up winning that game 5-1. to one. It was a big win for the Lightning, obviously. Um, so, yeah, you obviously, yeah, it's a big one. Uh, and Nikita Kucherov had two goals in that game, um, which, you know, again, you know, I've said my stuff, you know, about him. Uh, so, yeah, he was obviously a big point part of that game. Again, those two goals, and he also had an assist. Um, so yeah, big stuff for the lightning. Uh, and you know, the Canadians really just looked outmatched. Um, the lightning, they have a lot of superstars, a lot of firepower, um, and a lot of things that the Canadians don't. So really in the next, 
uh, tomorrow night in game two, the Canadians are just going to have to take it to another level to teams like they did with Toronto and Vegas, just find that next gear and just get after it. I think the Canadians may have been taken a bit by surprise in game one uh, by just how good Tampa is, salary cap or not. Uh, Tampa is good. No one's going to deny that. Um, one thing that was frustrating with this game was obviously officiating. Uh, Gary Bettman said in his press conference that they had the uh, officials are human, but they had the best officials in the world. Uh, it's arguable. Um, Shea Weber got fined for a bogus slash on, I believe, Kucherov, uh, where he just kind of tapped him with a stick and he gave us the Kucherov gave a soccer type dive. Uh, which, yeah, uh, not a fan of that. Um, but, you know, again, the Canadians, they're just going to have to find a different level heading into game two. Um, I, and I frankly am completely expecting them to. Um, again, like I said, I think they may have just been taken by surprise in game one by just how good Tampa is. Um, Tampa is by far the best team they've played all postseason between Toronto, Winnipeg, and uh vegas um they're tampa is definitely the best team uh but again i am confident that canadians are going to be able to come back in this game um in game two and it won't be a game you know like game one uh you know obviously the lightning you stand a good chance to win win the game it's obviously tampa bay they're in tampa okay tampa is a great team they have bunch of firepower on that team between Kucherov, Stamkos, Point, uh, Goodrow, Gord. They just have, like, so many good players on that team. Victor Hedman as well. Like, again, just so many good players on that Tampa Bay team. And Montreal is just going to have to fight back with everything they have. Carey Price is going to have to look like uh, Carey Price in the year that he won the Hart Trophy and the Vesna Trophy in the same year, um, which he's been phenomenal. Um, so, so far through the playoffs, uh, heading into game one, I saw where, you know, poll, you know, about the con Smythe, um, with Carey Price being the current favorite, which is great. Um, deservedly so. Uh, so we'll see how game two goes. You can obviously tune in to locked on Canadians and locked on lightning for all of your, uh, coverage on both of those teams. You can also tune in to our Locked On NHL podcast, um, you know, to get a more national coverage of it. Uh, but I definitely re- recommend go listen to Locked On Canadians. Um, but yeah, that does it for this episode of Locked On Hurricanes, folks. Uh, so yeah, in the meantime, go uh, follow Locked On Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at L O underscore Hurricanes. Give it a like on Facebook at Locked On Hurricanes Podcast, uh, and follow myself on Twitter and Spotify Green Room at Jared Ellis underscore ninety six. And tomorrow's episode, uh, we'll be taking a look at the NHL awards and any other news. Uh, that's going on in the world of the Carolina Hurricanes, as well as handing out our next batch of Carolina Hurricanes 2020-2021 season report cards. You guys have a great rest of your day, and I will talk to you guys later. Peace.